Military is the largest employer in the entire United States. Uh, what is it, John? Like over three? Yeah, 3.1 million worldwide. We're going to break down about five of our myths real quick, okay? One of them is that there is a max on what you can buy with your VA home loan. Well, breaking news, that's not true. Not saying that you were wrong if you thought that, you're just not up to date. So there is absolutely no limit on your VA home loan, yeah. right? You can buy a $10 million house, zero down and no mortgage insurance, the exact same way the loan is set up. Not yeah, a jumbo just, loan. Just comes down to what you qualify for. So yeah. if you qualify for it, the sky's the limit. You got the money, you can do it. You know, niece is a is prior service, um, army, right? Yeah. Perfect. And you've been out for two years. Two years yesterday, actually. Yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Um, but you know, in the title world is is where you work. John's in the insurance world. Comes from a military family. I'm prior service myself. And actually, real quickly, let me jump in and say this episode we're gonna. Uh, want to raise a little bit of awareness for a group that we've all been working with warriors for freedom that's warriorsforfreedom.org if you want to check that out we'll put that up on the screen um uh, just an, just one of many groups out here helping veterans um somebody that we're trying to align with and, and see if we can help by giving this class directly to veterans just like i said so they know what to ask yeah because it's all it's not not just about educating or you know helping inform you know realtors right. it's also helping to inform you know veteran consumers um and we're gonna enumerate all the reasons why it's important that uh, these folks get an opportunity because not only uh are is helping a veteran a good thing um but they are fantastic buyers sure <laughs> yeah fantastic i mean buyers. Well, and i think one thing too is like we've said before is so many people get out of the army or the military whatever branch it is that they serve and they just get told hey you have a va loan like you don't know what that entails yep. you don't know where to begin you don't know the details of it so whenever you're thinking about buying a home you're not really thinking about your va loan and you're just as uneducated we are as majority of other people right you now make a it. good point because i've actually had People tell me that they've had their realtors um, push them away from using their VA and say, don't even bother with that. You're not going to get it accepted. Yep. Um, and they don't want to deal with that because they, it's the path of least resistance for some, not saying all. Yeah. But there definitely are some. And you're well, right. I met someone the other day um, that told me that they've had, he's had three veterans that instead of using their VA loan, he pushed them to use a conventional loan. Why? Which he said no, he had no explanation for it whatsoever so yeah. of course i was kind of angry just kind of sitting there like smile wave the the amount of money that you could the deal that that person could have got over the conventional oh, yeah. the money out of their pocket all because of what is bad info like we right. said at the beginning yeah. and and you make a good point a lot of veterans don't know so as real estate professionals whether you're the mortgage person whether you're the realtor it's you need to be informed right so one of the first three things that you need to do when you get on, we do lead, everybody's calling leads, calling referrals. Um, if you, if somebody's inclined to, if they've given you any kind of impression that they are military or whether, even if they don't tell you, it's like, hey, are you military? Is anybody in your family or is your, is your spouse military? Um, because if so, you may have a VA benefit, um, a home loan that you can use on this transaction. That's when you're gonna start getting some of the myth bullshit come out right and we're going to touch on a couple of those things but for for the real estate person it's not just about 
oh, it could just be stopped there is if you want to help the military and that's the end of it but look let's just dive deeper let's be honest it, there's there's opportunity when it comes to working with military uh with veterans in general um some stats i have for you guys i mean the military is the largest employer in the entire United States. Uh, what is it, John? Like over three? Yeah, 3.1 million worldwide. 3.1 million, and that's as of when this info, and that could be more. Um, over 1.4 million VA loans were originated in 2021. Now we talk about opportunity, and we're talking about goals. All Realtors all sit down with their, with their team leads and that, talking about goals. If your goal is to hit X amount of transactions, there's 1.4 million right there that maybe you can tap into. Take a look around you. Just because there's not a military base around you doesn't mean that the opportunity is not there. John, if you, um, I, I didn't prep you for this, but tell me about the mass retirement. Didn't you say that we're coming up on a retirement age? Yeah, so in the next, in, in the next two years, uh, the United States will have more retirees um, than at any time in U.S. history. And we will do have you think more that, people in the retirement world. Yeah, and you th military is going to be a big part of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're going to have a lot of folks that are maybe maybe they've already retired from the military and now they're in, a, they're in their second career and yeah. they're coming up on retirement. You know, my dad would fell into that category right. just a few years ago. Um, and oddly enough, he was pushed away from using a VA loan on a, on new construction. Yeah, you know? wild. <laughs> so they were, you know, they uh, the- Path of least resistance, man, and that's yeah. the issue. Yeah. But is it, and that's what we're talking about. Um, when it comes to, when it comes to being the real estate professional and wanting to work in a niche business, um, we made this example at a class the other day um, here where we're at, where we're, we're, we're recording, we're in Oklahoma, um, an Amazon plant um, oh, yeah. district. Remember we talked about Amazon shows up, right? And I start hearing realtors and everybody in my business talking about, hey, how do we, how do we um, you know, how do we market to those guys? You're right. They got a good job. It's Amazon. Um, you know, they, they can probably buy. So we did it is we looked it up. I think in this particular plan, I think there was like 1,100 employees. Right now, people are scrambling around talking about, "Hey, how do we how do we market to this Amazon?" 3.1 million employees in the military. Yep, that's that's current that are active duty. These are not just how many veterans, right? There's plenty that are already done that are out there. Well, and if you think about it too, here in Oklahoma, there's a lot of people moving here just because Oklahoma is pretty much like booming right now absolutely right and yeah, there's a lot of veterans yeah, moving here very vet veteran friendly it's you know low cost of living you know there's uh, there's just a, a ton of reasons why but you know especially in a, in a, in a place like Oklahoma where if, if you if you go in any direction you were going to run into a military base here that's right you, you know if you leave from Oklahoma City go north south east or west you're going to eventually hit a military installation and you know the and the, to follow up with that because it's not just Oklahoma but you can be in an area where Maybe you don't have that base, right? But maybe you're a retirement community, right? I think, and this goes to um, I'm just going to jump ahead on on one of these myths about um, we're going to break down about five of our myths real quick, okay? One of them is that there is a max on what you can buy with your VA home loan. Well, breaking news, that's not true. Not saying that you were wrong if you thought that, you're just not up to date. So there is absolutely no limit on your VA home loan. Yeah. 
right? You can buy a $10 million house, zero down and no mortgage insurance, the exact same way the loan is set up. Not yeah, a jumbo just, loan. Just comes down to what you qualify for. So yeah. if you qualify for it, the sky's the limit. You got the money, you can do it. Yep. Absolutely. So if you are somebody who's listening in Florida, well, the people that are moving to Florida, you know, they probably are retired or like John said, double retired. They've got the money. Yeah. But you want to move and buy a condo or a little house on the beach like we all do. I mean, you can afford the rent and the Tommy Bahama bill, right? So you got the shirts, you got the house, but if you wanted to buy that, they're saying you can't use your VA on that, it's over the limit. Yep. So there's shit, 20% down on a million dollars. That's gonna take this a lot of this nest egg. I'm not the richest guy in the world, I got a few bucks, but so they, they rent, maybe rent's five grand. You might own that for 3,500 have an asset, pass it on, use it as Airbnb, whatever the hell you want to do. Absolutely. And so that's just one of the things that is now we know is you can, if you can qualify for it, you can buy it with a VA loan. There's no limit on that. Um, something that does come up, um, some of the, the myths, one of the, the others is that is that zero down, right? That the VA loan is a zero down program which means what? No skin in the game. Weaker buyer. Weak yeah. buyer. That's bullshit. So the reason that it's zero down is because the person has earned this particular loan program, okay? And however that's earned, but we know that's by serving their country. It's one of the best loan programs around. It's a zero down, no mortgage insurance. Come and tell me why the hell would I not want to use that? Do I, why would I want to put money down if I didn't have to? Right? That's silly. Why would I want to pay mortgage insurance if I didn't have to? That's exactly. crazy. Yep. Right? Um, and, and and there's more to touch on, on on why the VA. But saying that a zero down is a weak buyer, that is absolutely incorrect. If anything, um, before the podcast started just now, I was talking to a realtor who had an appraisal gap issue. And there was going to be like 10 grand. Well. Who do you think's got the extra money? Yeah. The guy who's putting twenty percent down already, yeah. or the guy who he didn't have to put anything down, and then there's a little gap. He's going to be more suited to be able to pay that. You got to think about those kind of things. Yeah, most folks that are you know buying a house, let's face it, a lot of them have just have just gotten to the point where that's a reality. Sure. So they don't have excess assets. They have just enough assets to mm -hmm. be able to get into the house. And so if they have to go that conventional route, then they're having to put that money down no matter what. They don't have an option. No, no and option. It's not like it's cheap to put it's that down. Cheap. Yeah. Hell no, right. it's not cheap. I mean, let's take that same one, not to get off track, but that same example is that house was a 250 house, okay? Just to get the house because of the market, they went 275, made an agreement that they would do a $10,000 uh, gap. Appraisal it, gap on it. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, and it came in low. Um, now, these particular people had to do a little scratching around to come up with the money to get that gap. Why? Well, you know, it's like, shit, I'm already putting 5% down, so there's 5% of the money. I got to cover my closing costs. I got to think about moving all this other stuff. Um, you know, that gap might start looking a little big when it becomes a reality. So 
the chances they there was consideration of backing out of that deal over that like damn you know we're starting to look at the money and it's like five percent down plus 10 grand plus all that other this is getting expensive i could we saw another house come up man maybe we'll give it a shot at that that's a reality so that's your conventional loan right path of least resistance no not the case that zero down can come in handy in a market like this yeah Yep. Yeah, especially when you really start to dive into, you know, more of the statistics regarding kind of that myth of, you know, zero down weaker buyer. Um, I mean, uh, veterans on average have liquid assets of over $19,000. Yeah. Um, now, if you're not having to put that towards, you know, points on rate, if you're not having to put that towards fees, whatever. Yeah, fees and everything else, then that's $19,000 that will help you kind of navigate some of those scenarios where you do have to come up with some additional. Yeah, you're not breaking the bank. Um, and, and and draining your bank accounts just to, to get into the home. Whereas somebody that's putting the down payment, that might be a big deal for them. Yeah. Um, and when they also associate that word weak, you know, it's also not considered on, on the monetaries. You just weak buyer in general sounds bad. Yeah. So that assumes bad credit. You know, they had to go the government route because they couldn't qualify because the credit. But as we know we've all got it in front of us here right now is we've got the average for an fha buyer versus a va buyer um anise what's the difference on that on the on the credit score average no i mean it's huge so for just a fha buyer it's about 672 and then for our va buyers is 736 and i think another point that we forget to think about is i'm one of the people that didn't listen to my mentors while in the army that there's so many veterans that while they're in and they're active duty and serving they're buying their homes when they're at their duty stations and when Mm -hmm. they leave they're not selling those homes they're renting them out so when they do get out and they're using their va loan to buy another home they have that other additional profit from their rental homes that they have as well it's not that they're taking the easy way out no or because they don't have the money it's because they're using a benefit that they earned that they earned and 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 we'll touch on that because that that is like in military investment 101 right there absolutely you get a 20-year career you come out being a landlord of five properties and never put any money down um we'll get into that (laughs) um but yeah no military va borrowers typically have on average a higher credit score more liquid assets here's another little tidbit is 28 percent of all veterans hold at least a bachelor's degree so why does that why is that important it's not because we're trying to say that they're smarter or they have better jobs. Right. So I'm a loan officer. We all know that. So when I get applications and I'm looking at them and I'm trying to get you the most money, get you a, you know qualified for as much as you're trying to get, and a lot of times the one thing that's holding me back is I see a laundry list of what? Student, Student loans. loans. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Do veterans, do military pay for their school? No. Yeah. no, no, we do not. No, so no, you no, get I'm sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> the military pay the military <laughs> pays yes. for their school. Yes, yeah. yes, it's yeah. a good point. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. So that in <laughs> itself is that means that that you're going to be able to qualify for more with the same amount well, of income. And, and unlike the VA loan benefit that is not really effectively communicated to veterans, 
veterans know about the GI Bill. Oh, one hundred percent. They know yeah. about it. It's reinforced throughout their career. I mean, it's encouraged Highly for them encouraged. to do it. So I mean, it's just so funny that while that's an incredibly important benefit, home ownership is also a really you know great benefit, and it's a great loan. So that you know, so that twenty eight percent matters because those folks really are using that benefit in most scenarios. Yeah, and that well, and and for me, that means I can qualify you easier. Well, and if you think about it, too, if it's someone who's already retired and they use their tuition assistance throughout their entire career because you don't have to pay that back and you can use it while you're active, they have the opportunity to also transfer their GI Bill to their dependents. Mm -hmm, So if they have someone that's 18 years old about to go to college, they don't have to worry about paying their children's student loans either because it's already paid for. Yeah, I mean, and if you and we can you can dig into that deeper with as far as those benefits go when when it comes to how much percentage disability all that good stuff um now another another statistic on this is that 84 percent of veterans use their va benefit after active duty okay so refer back to that opportunity we said 3.1 million active duty personnel right now these are people that they're going to be using this after active duty okay so there is they're going to be buying everywhere. It's and it goes back to what we were saying on your on the base. This doesn't if you're not around a military installation, that doesn't mean you switch off to the VA. Because I promise you, even if you're if you're in a neighborhood where you hit somebody coming in and it's a VA million dollar home with a really good credit score, extra money for the appraisal gap, are you going to pay attention? Hopefully, after this, you will, <laughs> because you'll know a little bit better um, and know that. Hey, I got somebody who's extremely qualified, um, and and move forward with that. Um, so moving on, another myth that does come up, and this is an objection that I hear all the time, is that VA loans are harder to get through underwriting. Uh, anybody else experience that? So on my end, I don't deal with underwriting as far as it goes for you know their loans. It's more so on the title insurance uh, part, but you have all the people who have bought homes in the past that are still holding on to those, like you said, these myths that you're busting right now. And a lot of them go from, they heard from one person that they had to deal with that from maybe a bad lender. Yeah. And so they're gonna tell people and they're not gonna do their own research because it's word of mouth, someone they know, and they're just gonna follow it. Well, the when it comes to VA underwriting, here's what people don't seem to grasp is that as the people listening to this typically are going to be in the real estate world, they know that government loans, they get scared. Anything with government means slow. Um, there's a myth associated with the VA loan that means they think that once you do this and I, I get the loan and I've done it and I've tidied it all up, that I've got to send it off to some mystical VA building. A concrete building. Yeah. Where they're going to hold on (laughs) to it. And it's the hurry up and wait. If you know, you know. That that I have to send this off somewhere and wait for the government to come back and give the okay on this loan. And you don't want that. This conventional loan, this can be done. Well, here's the real truth on that. Is that 99% of all lenders have direct underwriting authority. Okay, what does that mean? I know that we're not all in the mortgage business. That means that your loan can be taken from start to finish, in-house, cleared to close. You're not sending this thing out somewhere. Stop telling people that you have to send it off like it's a USDA loan, 
right? USD loan, yeah, you have to send that off for a final approval. Yeah, VA is not the same, guys. Totally different loan product, yeah. It's not the same. That cuts out some bullshit that people think takes up a lot of the time. But here's another reason why they're not tough to get through underwriting. Because people, they perf- those loans perform better than every other loan type out there. Check the stats, Google me, I don't care. It's real. So the VA loans default rate right now is only 1.98%. The conventional, the one that we keep saying is the better loan, the one that we're pushing people to take, it's a 2.47% default rate. It's a huge difference. It's a half yeah. point higher. Now compare that to FHA offer. FHA is 9.1, right? Yeah, yeah. Not looking good for FHA. No. But the VA loan performs better. If you are giving out 100 grand, okay? Would you, if you had a hundred thousand of your dollars, John's VA, and I'm just me, he can. Well, she knows you. It's automatically going to go to me. That's <laughs> fair, but regardless of what if you know, if, if the statistics for John is that he doesn't default on loans, and I do more, even mm-hmm. if it's just slightly. Well, don't you want to hedge your bet and say, "Look, it's my hundred grand. I don't want to lose it. I'm going to give it to John because he's got a better history." with loans. 100%. That's exactly what the VA loan is. So imagine that you're some massive hedge fund or you're some big bank, you want those loans. So if you yeah. want them, what are you gonna do? Make sure they get through underwriting. Yeah. Stop telling people that it's harder. It's not, that's stupid. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make sense. There's no evidence to support that. It's a myth, but it's kind of been passed down um, from people that may have had one bad experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, heck, it's even part of the lending guidelines. So for VA, uh, what is it, 26-7, underwriters are encouraged to consider every possible appropriate factor in seeking a proper basis for approving loan applications for every qualified veteran. In layman's terms means get it done. Get it done. Find Help a way. these guys because they helped us get the yeah. damn thing done. Yeah, the, the tie goes to the veteran. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you follow that one up, John, whether you want to get some quotes going is so way back when, when the VA was established, Bill White, Mm -hmm. 1944, as long as a lenders, as long as lenders document their reason, it's extremely unlikely the VA staff would ever take issue with their decision. What does that mean? That means no one's going to come back and bust you on something where and and make you not want to do these loans. People want to have VA loans in their portfolio. Uh, Go watch the big short. If you want to, if you want to like nerd out on something that's actually a pretty good movie, if I'm being real with you, um, great movie. They talk about having a paper. Isn't it an older movie? Why? You assume it's older. I'm just wondering because I've never heard of it. So no, it's, I feel like that was an old dig. Uh, quite frankly, I'm just saying yeah. I've never heard of it. So a movie I've watched. It's in black and white. <laughs> it's in black. It's a, yeah. It's it's a silent uh, film. Actually. Christian Bale's in uh, it. Yeah. Batman. Uh, Steve Carell. Matthew okay. McConaughey. It's it's all based on the uh, you know on on the uh, bad loans, the predatory lending that kind of preceded the 2008 uh, okay. housing bubble bursting. Uh, it's a, it's a it's a good movie. Okay. Believe it or not, it's a mor- a mortgage related movie that's really really good. But the like loan said, officer not. is not represented well in that movie. <laughs> no, and, and, they, and they, they shouldn't. They took a lot of uh, anyway. So yeah. moving on. Um, <laughs> Now, um, and when it comes to closing, on average, you know, let's, well, I want to hit people with the stats is that on average, the VA loan closes, and this is a national average, everybody, okay? This is every pocket of the country has different closing times based off of title and whatever else appraisals. Right. 
It's within a five-day average of the conventional loan. So please don't try and tell me that's your problem. All right. Um, and you can close you can close VA loans in no time flat. Yeah. If you get the appraiser title, everything done, it doesn't take long. Yeah. You can do it all in house. Cool. So the trying to say that it takes longer, that is incorrect. Nope. And I'm not mad at you, but now that you've heard this, you know better. So stop peddling that shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'd say one thing too to think about is a lot of people in the military that they have either secret or top secret clearances, mm -hmm. so they can't have financial like judgments or liens against them like that. So if you're going talking about if it's someone active duty or someone who just recently got out. They're, they have a higher likelihood that they won't have that. So when on the title side, when it comes to clearing title, we're not having to worry about sitting and waiting for a payoff from an attorney that from 10 years ago or whatnot. So yeah. you don't have to worry about that time as far as title goes either. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, goes back to our stronger buyer, you know. Absolutely. The, yeah, just less bullshit, man. I mean, it's, it's a clear, you wanna talk about clear past, talk about the whole picture. Um, stop going back to that one bad experience because and this is one i like to talk about is if you're going to tell me you had a bad experience or maybe even three in a row with va well that sucks and i'm sorry for you i'm glad you had three clients so some realtors would take just that but if you had three in a row that means that you're going to tell me i'm not doing vas anymore because man they sucked that experience was terrible i'll never do it again you're gonna tell me that every single transaction you've ever had, every conventional loan you've ever had was awesome? If you're gonna cut out every deal that didn't go perfect, get a new job. Not even cash deals go Don't awesome. Even go, right. No, absolutely no, not. <laughs> so calm down. Um, yeah. Work with the facts. Get educated on what you're talking about. If you wanna consider yourself a real estate professional, then you need to stay up to date. The VA loan is a moving target, okay? Believe it or not, it does change with the current market. They hear things. Great example um, that is gonna be in the next one, but it's too late, I've already stumbled into it, is, but just to show that they do run with the way the temperature of things go is, about a year or so ago, we had a really tough time um, when it came to VA appraisals and how long they were taking. And it wasn't because it was a hard appraisal to do, which like I said, whole nother episode, but it was because the VA would only allow us to charge X amount of dollars. Yeah, it came down to compensation yeah. for the appraiser. So if you're an appraiser and you want to talk about being old, <laughs> I always think about this in my head and this is really stupid, but like you ever go like when you're a kid and you go to pro cuts or you, whatever the cheap place you had to go take a ticket. Mm -hmm. And they call your number. That's how you. That's how you registered when you went into the cheap haircut place, like I did. Um, you get a number, and it's like if you're going in and you're taking that number, you can take the. You can know that you're taking one that's expensive, that you can get people that are throwing money at it. We'll give you fifteen hundred to get this thing in within three weeks. Will you do it? Hell yeah, I will. Or will you take the five hundred dollar VA? Well, you know how math works. I'm going to take the one that makes me more money. That's what was happening. And so what happened? Yeah, they got triaged. They got moved down to the, yeah. the bottom of the stack. So so what did VA do? They, they got, came back. They got their haircut last. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what they did is they came back and they authorized that we can now move 
that VA appraisal fee up to 750, making it now running. Now that that was kind of a a time period where people were basically negotiating appraisals, they moved it to where it's now at 750, where that actually beats what they can make on the regular conventional. That's not getting money thrown at it for a rush. So guess what? Those are getting done quicker. But anyway, that's for another <laughs> that's for another deal. Um, the last thing I want to touch on just for this episode is we don't want to go too long, but um, a lot of people do think that when we're comparing apples to apples, if I've got a VA offer versus a conventional, hey, you need to go with that conventional because you got to pay the, a lot of the buyer's fees on a VA. Is that true? Maybe. Maybe. It used to be true, but this is very much, I want to say maybe a month and a half, a month and a half to two months old news that the VA just let out a new sec- circular that says that the VA borrower can pay for the pest and can participate in any treatments that um, are deemed necessary from that. Now, if that was your bargaining chip before, or if you were trying to keep your, you know, seller from having to incur a cost, if you were breaking it down between the two, let's say you're educated enough to know everything we've talked about today, and you're saying, well, here's the deal. When it comes down to it, on that VA, you're gonna have to pay the pest. And if there's treatment, you're gonna have to pay for that. You can't charge it. All right, I'm gonna take it easy on you because this one's brand new. You don't have to do that. The veteran can pay for their pest inspection Mm -hmm. and they can participate in the cost of any uh, termite or wood destroying insect treatments, okay? So not an excuse. Again, anything we're talking about, Google it. Fact check me. Uh, You're not gonna prove me wrong. Uh, and if you do, hit us in the comments, and I'll be happy to uh, to adjust my do a public spiel. apology. Uh, we'll do a whole apology tour. I'll do a private apology. <laughs> um, a reply. I'm apology. not going public with that. <laughs> um, but honestly, that it's a, it's extremely important that we all do take this a little bit seriously because it does matter. Um, because we're talking about whether the people who have served you and me and why we're allowed to sit in this room and do a freaking podcast, um, help them get, what does everybody want? They call it the American dream. If you're gonna tell somebody that, I know that you have given me the ability to own this home, to sell it, but I'm not gonna give you the opportunity to buy it. Yeah. I don't know, man, that no, seems pretty obvious to yeah, me. Yeah, no, there's nothing more frustrating than seeing listings get posted and you know where it says, you know, cash or conventional only and it's just like you just wonder what's what's driving that train i mean you know what what's really at the heart of that you know of that listing requirement or that purchase it's path of least resistance yeah. it's 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 somebody either and it, i'm not saying it's the realtor because this is not an attack on realtors this is an encouragement for realtors to be able to broaden yeah, tap into the opportunity the oppor- like we outlined yes. at, the, at the beginning. I mean, if, if you, you got your goals, yeah, you got your coach call next yeah. week. Um, great news! I have learned, and I'm I'm gonna go target uh, a different audience that I had excluded before because I listened to the Whale podcast. I mean, what 
smart person anyway. <laughs> well, one thing too, like you're saying the American dream. So it's funny you say that because before I was even in title when I was still in the army. Mm-hmm. So I did recruiting for a while and there was a soldier that him and his wife were not U.S. citizens, but they were getting their citizenship through joining the army. Um, well, fast forward a couple of years when I was in Washington, I was uh, teaching a course to all the soldiers getting stationed at Fort Lewis and in comes walking in that soldier and he was even carrying around like a picture of myself and all the other recruiters that helped him get in and he literally started like crying saying like i'm living the american dream now he was like when i was in virginia we were talking to a realtor here that we were trying to use our va loan and buy a house luckily he had a good mentor that told him some of the facts about that kind of opposed what the realtor was telling him so he got a new realtor and when he was there they had just bought a house the wife was pregnant um he was serving for the u.s army which he was so proud of and he was like you know i'm getting to use uh, like live the american dream which a lot of people want to do because how many americans don't ever get to buy a house no we talked about those stats earlier before yeah. the show which is that the veteran um household Right. So household, not meaning homeowners, but just homes where people live. Seventy nine percent of veterans own the home that they're in. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. It's 64 percent for everybody else. Non-military. Those numbers are staggering. Everything that we have told you today is very much clear. You can go look this information up for yourself. but it's a real thing there's opportunity for you as a real estate professional there's opportunity for you as a human being to help out in this particular change the mindset on this um and we're gonna touch base on this uh last myth teaser for the next episode is the one that i bet anybody listening says listen all that is great but, but what do, about? But, <laughs> but, what, but about? what about what? What about the biggest obstacle? What about the appraisal? The biggest obstacle, myth that the every single obstacle. person brings up when right. it talks and about. And listen, a we're going to hit you with an entire episode on that because that is untrue. But again, we'll save that for the next episode. But listen, if you're within earshot of this podcast, if you understand, if you want to learn more about what we're talking about, I don't care what part of the country you're in. Um, if you're near me. We'll come and we'll do a continuing education course. You'll get your credits and you'll learn more, all of these things in depth. Um, if you're not by me, get a hold of me anyway. Hit the Whale Podcast. I've got a network of veteran mortgage advisors that we can get you in touch with that somebody can come out and educate your you or your office or help you do a class for directly to the veteran. Um, like we're all, we've got two next month that we're going to go directly to the veteran and help them understand, not only help them understand, but correct any wrong information that they've gotten, um, about whether or not they can use their VA loan again, whatever. That's all going to be in part two of this. Anise, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. We'll hit it next time. Indeed. All right.